0: I am tired. I'm tired of the feelings that are associated with caring so much about what other people think of me and not caring enough about what God thinks of me. Why can't this person not think this way about me or that's not true or all these things? And usually I feel like I get into a place where I'm very discouraged I got to a place where it was very noticeable this time that I had a heart that had finally decided that it wanted to please only God and nobody else. Hey you guys, welcome to In Totality, a place where we celebrate authenticity and openness. We're here for those who are willing to explore, those who embrace imperfections, and for those with open hearts and minds. I'm excited to embark on this journey with you, and while I can't predict every twist and turn, I'm certain that God will be by our side with every step of obedience. Welcome to In Totality with me, your host, Megan Ashley. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of In Totality. I am your host, Megan Ashley, and you're back. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for coming back and joining. I wanna give a special shout out to my village community on Patreon. I know you guys are watching. I know you're listening. And I just wanna say, every time I get a chance, I wanna make sure you know how much I love you guys. We had an amazing time. What When would- what, What day was that that we did live, a live Zoom? That was last week. Last Thursday, we did a live Zoom with um, my Patreon community, which we've named them The Village. So if you are part of The Village, I need you to do me a favor. Wherever you're watching this, on YouTube or if you're on Patreon, um, I need you to do me a favor and I need you to leave the hut emoji. If you are part of the village community, leave the hut emoji in the comments below. And if you're not a part of the village community, then you need to head over to Patreon right now and join because we had a time on Thursday. We were live um, on a live Zoom and I just answered some questions and we just, you know, just spend time with each other and talking and so many like amazing things that God was doing in so many of their lives and it was just it was incredible we were we were you know crying we were laughing we were shouting by the end of the of the live zoom um so yeah it was just incredible it was incredible so I would love for you to join and be a part of the village community so make sure you go to patreon and join today it's not something that you want to miss out on exclusive content what else? We have live Zooms. You get the podcast early. Um, we're starting Bible, Bible study soon um, and some sort of discipleship or mentorships with me, some one-on-ones. All of that will be starting really, really soon. So I'm really excited for that. Um, so yeah, it, yes, my Christmas decorations are still up. Yes, they are. They are. And, and, and that's my business. That's what fills my heart and as long as I get joy from this Christmas tree and all the, what is this, garland that is around this house and the bells that are on every door, as long as it brings me joy, then it's going to stay up. But in all seriousness, maybe hopefully by the next time you see me, guys, this this won't be up. But um, so, yeah, I I want to share with you guys today something that I experienced, uh, Recently, or have been experiencing recently and i've I've tried to be very transparent with the fact that this podcast is my journey I'm not an expert at anything i I am a person Jay calls me this is jay 's title for me. he calls me Jesus Advocate and Kingdom Ambassador, and that is really one of the greatest titles that I could ever have. And I'm going to stick to that. I'm a Jesus advocate and I'm a kingdom ambassador. And I think the best way that for some of us, I think the best way that we can be a light right into the world is by giving, um, our, our testimonies and sharing our experiences, sharing the things that God has done in us. Um, and yeah, so that's really, I I just want to kind of share my heart with you guys with that. Like that's all this podcast is, is showing you how God is in my life in totality, how he has my mind and my emotions and my, 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 uh, my thoughts and my desires and my, you know, everything he has me in totality. And so I want to show this this is what this is all about like this is what um this podcast is all about just taking you through um my experience with christ and my experience as a believer um and so i'm not perfect and doing these solo episodes i just want to be very clear doing these solo episodes are very challenging for me um i realize and this kind of ties into what i wanted to talk about today um realize how much I have been driven by insecurity and something came up, um, last week and I, like the evidence that God has really like been working on my heart was that I didn't respond immediately in the way that I normally would have responded. I responded by checking my heart first and, and taking it to God and being like, okay, God, I'm feeling this. What do I do? And what I mean is, is that I, I think my mom raised me to be a person that didn't really, that wasn't moved by the opinions of other people, wasn't moved by what people thought about me or how they treated me. Um, she was, she's the biggest unbothered person I have ever met in my life. My mom does, she's just unbothered. She does not really care about, um, or she's not moved by the opinions of others, but growing up in my life and just taking inventory of myself and taking inventory of my life, I realized that I have cared a lot about what people think about me. And I mastered, you know, the appearance as if I didn't care but I think because I had so many deep insecurities because I did not know who I was and I didn't know who I was in Christ and I had not allowed God to give me my identity I just you know I was just kind of floating out here without that and so because I didn't have a solid foundation on who I was in Christ other people's opinions about me mattered and it started to build and form who I thought I was based off of what other people thought about me. Um, being an only child, and I bring this up a lot because I feel like it has, you know, a lot to do with how I've responded to, to things in my life. But being an only child or being raised as an only child, I, you know, it's really weird that experience because you're forced kind of like in this like isolation Um, and you're forced to go inward because you don't have anybody that is your age, that is experiencing what you're experiencing, that's living with you. So it causes you to have more of like an inward response to things, um, internalizing a lot of things. And, um, I would see other people in, in like, sister relationships or, you know, brother and sister relationships. And I always long to have that because you always have that like one person that's your best friend or your one person that's always going to be there for you. And um I think that because I didn't have a sibling that I was growing up with, I really cared to have friends or have people in my life that liked me or um yeah, I just think that that was something that I longed for because I didn't have siblings that I was growing up with. But in doing that, I think I developed, it caused me to have a lot of insecurities because I was basing myself based off of how they would respond to me, how they liked me, if they liked me, you know, if they wanted to play with me, if I was chosen to be a part of that team or, you know, all of these things that I started to lean into to, and it defined who I was. and literally like I'm my, most of my life, I'm 30, might be 34. And I'm just now coming to a place where I am tired. I think, I think I'm just tired. I'm tired of the feelings, um, that are associated with caring so much about what other people think of me and not caring enough about what God thinks of me. Like I have cared more about what everyone else has said about me than I've cared about what God says about me. And there was a situation that came up and I was like, oh my gosh, like this is, I know, I know my response to this. I'm going to be in my head. I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be questioning myself. I'm All these things, I something came up and the something is irrelevant, but something came up and I was like, oh my gosh, like... You know, just those feelings of like, man, like, why can't this, you know, why can't this person not think this way about me or that's not true or all these things. And usually I feel like I get into a place where I'm very discouraged and I am, and I'm stuck. I get to a place where I I'm paralyzed by the fear of someone thinking negatively about me or the fear of someone, you know, just, I guess, not liking me. Um, and I think I don't care if you like me. Like, that part, I don't care. If you do like me, like, that's great. If you, if you, But, like, I think I care that you don't like me. Like, I care if people don't like me. I have cared that people didn't like me. Um, and... Yeah, I got to a place where, and this was, like I said, this was evident that I knew God was working in me because I stopped and I was like, what does this say about me? Me having this type of response in my heart towards this situation, what is this saying about me? What is this saying about where I am? What is this saying about how I am trusting God? And for the, not for the first time, but it was very noticeable this time that I had a heart that was finally, that had finally decided that it wanted to please only God and nobody else. Because my response wasn't to just run with the offense or run with the judgment or run with, you know, the hurt or the misunderstanding. My heart wasn't initially respond, responding in a way to run in that direction. Even though I felt all of those feelings, I felt the feelings, but my heart, something ignited in me and it made me go to God. It made me face my or turn those feelings in the direction of God. What does God say about this? Not how does Megan feel about this? Not not what did they say? Not how do they feel? But what is God saying about this? And it's hard being in this society and not caring about what people think about us. I don't think anybody can really say they don't care. We care. That's why we are on Instagram. That's why we have, we post things and we care. We go and see the likes and who comments because we care about what people think. We care about how people perceive us. We care. Um, And I don't think that that's a wrong thing. I don't think that that's a bad thing. I still care about what people think about me, but I care in a different way. I used to care because I wanted you to like me. I wanted you, I wanted to be accepted. I wanted to belong. But now, I care only because I want to be an image bearer. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh. so not that I care about your opinions of me, but I care how I carry myself. I'm mindful how I carry myself because I want how I'm perceived. I want people to see Christ when they see me. Now, there are people that choose to never see, see Christ through me, and that's totally fine. That's between them and God. That has nothing to do with me. But I can be mindful and do my part in showing up as an image bearer. And part of showing up as an image bearer isn't cowarding down or caring about the opinions of other people. At the end of the day, just maturity-wise, there are gonna be people that don't like you. There are gonna be people that you don't like. There are people that don't like me and there are people that I'm not super fond of, right? And that's okay. That is totally fine. I think what's important is how especially if you're, you know, a believer and you're trying to really follow God and do things the right way. I think that when we decide to do that, then we're mindful of how we show up and we care that we're giving, you know, the we're displaying the character and have the characteristics that Christ does, that we take on his nature, that we take on his image because we are made in his image and likeness. Like we take on his likeness. We take on his image so that people can see Christ through us. And, and and when I'm finding for me that when I, in that moment where I had a decision to make, I could either run with my emotions or I can take my emotions and give them to God, Right? The Bible says that cashier cares upon him for he cares for us, right? So I took those feelings and I said, okay, God, here are these feelings. What do you want me to do with this? How am I supposed to respond to this? Right? But before even asking those questions, my main thing is, God, the fact that my first response in my heart was to feel sad or to be you know upset or frustrated or discouraged there that to me was an indication that I still needed to pray that God continue to perfect his love in my heart so that in that work that he does when he perfects um his love in us it it cleanses out all the impurities so my response being you know to be kind of upset or frustrated or hurt or whatever it just was an indication that I needed to continue to pray that God perfect his love in me. And I think that we can get very caught up in pointing the finger to everyone else. And I really just believe that this year, if I can encourage anybody to do anything outside of being obedient to God, because that's the biggest thing, but take, take this year instead of focusing on everyone else and what everyone else did And when everyone else said and how everyone else hurt you and how everyone else abandoned you and how all, instead of focus on everyone else, take a moment and focus on what God is trying to do in and through you. I've I've learned that in this time of kind of being isolated and not having, you know, not having the friendships that I had before. Um. There's so much opportunity for me to be discouraged in it. But what I have learned for the past however many months, um, I'm learning that the opportunity there also is an opportunity for me to cultivate an intimate relationship with God where I know him more. And, and when I know him more, I want to please him more. And I want to do what he called me to do. I want to purify my heart. I want him to purify my heart more. And... That is just where I am at with my life. And I want to encourage you guys because it's hard. It's hard to have people that you love or that you've loved or that you have relationships with or that you had connections with and memories with. It is so hard to have those pe- not have those people in your life anymore, A. Eh? And it's hard if those people don't have a favorable opinion of you. That's hard especially if the love that you had for that person was real, you know, that it's hard. It hurts. I know that social media makes it, you know, it it distorts what true friendships and true relationships are, um, because it's all surface and it makes it look easy, but it's work. And when it's real, that doesn't just go away overnight. You know what I mean? Those feelings don't just go away overnight. So, I'm learning though, that in this time, it's just really important to focus my attention on the intimate relationship that I'm trying to cultivate with God and just continue to ask him, God, perfect your love in me because I want a heart that is submitted to pleasing you, not pleasing to other people, right? That That, that is putting people in a position where only God belongs when their opinion dictates and move and 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 you know inspire not inspires you but influences you to move in a certain direction instead of just being anchored and we're in the direction that God has you going and wants you to go and um and yeah that's just like where where I'm where I'm at with that there were two you know scriptures that really helped me and again, because I'm deciding to commit my life to Christ, everything that I do has to come through um, his word, how I feel, how I respond, how I go about things. I'm always confirming um, what's the right way to do uh, in, in seeking God's word, because there's wisdom in that, right? And so when I was looking at some scripture, now, mind you, That used to never be my response is to look at what God said. The response, if I saw anything like that would bother me or things that hurt my feelings or whatever, I would always be looking for uh, like a quote. Like quotes are my favorite. I don't think anything's wrong with quotes, but that would be like my first go-to, a quote. Or then I would go to a song because I love music. And so I can find any, I can find a song for any, scenario, for any feeling, for any situation, I can find a song for anything. Okay. And, um, yeah. So those used to just be my go-tos like, Oh, I'm going to go and, you know, listen to a song or find a quote or, you know, whatever. But now my response, my response is naturally to go to God's word. And so when I was trying to ask God to help me and not you know, caring so much about the opinions of other people. Um, I came across Galatians one, uh, where is it? Galatians one, 10. And so this is Paul, um, talking and he says, for, I am now seeking the approval of man, of man or God, or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please men, I would not be a servant of Christ. And so sometimes it just be simple things like that. Like those are simple, simple. If I am looking to please other people, I am not a servant of Christ. If I'm looking to please everybody else, if I'm looking to for other people to like me, if I'm looking to, you know, whatever, I am not a servant of Christ. And 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 it's hard because you, you know, this is my job, right? So I want to give my my supporters and my audience things that they enjoy, right? I want to give you content that you enjoy but not if it's sac if it at the price or at the risk of not being obedient to God first. Like I don't I in doing a podcast or doing whatever, I'm not saying, Hmm, I want it. I want them to feel good. I want, I want this episode. I, you know, I just want to talk about whatever they want me to talk about. Right. Um, but my first response is God, what do you want me to say? Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and more. There's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition pack add-ons to help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. Fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. Snacks, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Sign up and save. We've done all the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved and nutritious and delicious. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast upscale options done easily. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing six to 18 meals a week. Plus you can pause and reschedule your deliveries anytime. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to eat, so there's no prepping, cooking or cleanup needed. Head to factormeals.com slash totality50 and use code totality50 and get 50% off. That's code totality50 at factormeals.com slash totality50 to get 50% off. All right, guys, back to the show. All right guys, before we continue on with this episode, just a quick announcement. Black representation in media is super important to our community as it promotes diversity, challenges stereotypes, and allows for more authentic storytelling. It helps foster a sense of belonging and can positively impact societal perceptions and breaking down biases. Tabitha Brown, Ava DuVernay, Viola Davis, Issa Rae, all have made significant contributions to film, television, and media paving the way for more diversity and inclusion. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are a distinct, Listen to an episode titled The Civil Rights Generation. The show gives a deeper look into the stories beyond the history book providing first-hand accounts of what happened from the people who actually lived it. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center black voices. It's NPR's Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices that are varied, nuanced, and black. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to black stories, black truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. All right, guys, back to the show. And I believe that that's the response that God wants us to have. That's the heart posture that he wants us to have. He wants us to have a heart that's looking to please him not please anybody else. And the reason being is because people are fickle. <laughs> or one of the reasons, I'm not going to say the sole reason, but one of the people are fickle. Y'all. y'all are fickle and you, I'm fickle. We can be wishy-washy. We can be up and down. We are, like the Bible says, our hearts are deceitful. We can be, our hearts will change. We'll change our minds. We'll love something one day and hate it the next day. We'll be canceling somebody one day and then, like, literally ready to ruin someone's life. And then the next day, we moved on to something else. That is, the, that is where we are just in society. So, for me, I ha- like, I, as much as I love everyone that supports me, as much as I love, you know, um, even, even the village community on Patreon, as much as I love you guys, I am not looking to please you first. I'm looking to please the Lord first. Because I, I want my life to be in service of him in totality. So that means everything that I do is to please him first, not to please anyone else. And I also want to encourage anyone who has maybe felt like, you know, maybe you find yourself in that same type of position. Like you have a strong personality, but deep down inside, like you really do care. It it it, it bothers you if someone doesn't like you. It bothers you if someone says something negative um, about you. It bothers you and you're trying to give your life to Christ. I just want to encourage you that don't allow what people think about you change the work that God has done in you or think that it can change the work that it, that God has done in you. If you have committed your life to him, if you have said, I- I'm done with the old stuff. I'm done with the past. I'm done with how I used to live. I'm done with all of that. I want to live for Christ fully, right? One of the, one of the scriptures says, um, I don't know what off the top of where it is off the top of my head, but it says, um, that if we love him, then we'll follow his commandments, right? The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these things would be added unto you. But first seek the kingdom, seek God first, seek his will, seek what pleases him, seek his desire first, not your own. John 14, 15. But yeah, I just, I think that you know, when you put all of these instructions together, okay, if, if, how does God know that I love him? I, I obey his commandments. Okay. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and everything else would be added onto me. Okay. So I'm going to seek God when I'm feeling hurt. I'm going to seek God when I'm feeling tired. I'm going to seek God when I'm feeling frustrated. I'm going to seek God when I'm feeling lonely. I'm going to seek God when I'm feeling, um, you know, betrayed, I'm going to seek God. And when I do that, I know I have a whole book of promises when I seek him and put him first. So yeah, I think that that honestly, that's really what was on my heart is to encourage you that, you know, at the end of the day, God has the final say. And that you cannot be worried about trying to please other people. You have to have a heart that wants to please God first. Another thing that, just one more scripture that 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 helped me when um, I was kind of going through this little journey, um, this little experience, uh, is Isaiah 43. And the one thing that really caught my attention is... Um, in Isaiah it says, "I am God, um henceforth, I am he, there is none who can deliver from my hand. I work, and who can turn it back and I just, that scripture just again, because I was seeking God on these feelings that I was feeling like, okay, God, I'm feeling this, and which is telling me that I need to you know I still need." your perfect work to be done in my heart. Right. So I, I pulled up this scripture I was led to Isaiah and like that just brought so much peace and hope to my heart is that God does a work. Right. He's the one that can deliver. And, and once he delivers, there is none who can deliver from my hand because he's God. Nothing can take you out of the palm of his hand once he has you. And then it says he does a work who can turn it back. And in that scripture just felt like it exploded on the inside of me because although everyone isn't, you know, in my life in an intimate way so they that they can see the work that I do on a daily basis. I'm actually blessed to have Jay and Jordan here, you know, all the time because they they would be the only ones to really know <laughs> how I'm really living. I mean, they're the only ones who see me all the time. They see me good, bad, hot, cold, tired, neck cramp, all of it. They see me, right? And um one thing that always encourages me, especially jordan jay jay doesn't really <laughs> jay doesn't really say a whole lot. Jay is very good at like saying like you have to invite Jay into an opinion like he won't really just give it. you'll just have to ask for it but Jordan is not she's gonna give it she's not gonna wait for you to ask for it. she's gonna tell you straight up and one thing that one thing that she says to me often that is very encouraging to me is um. When certain things come up and I'm always pushing her and I in the direction of where God wants us to go instead of being petty, like, and sometimes I'm not even aware that I'm doing it. I'm just really just trying to do the right thing. I'm not aware that I'm like, and and she'll have to stop me and be like, like, you really believe this? <laughs> like, you really, you really want to please God because you're insane for not like doing X, Y, and Z or responding in, you know, in a certain way. And so I said all that to say not to boast about myself whatsoever, because that is the redemptive work of God. That is God. That is not me because I know how to be very petty. I know how to be be very passive aggressive. And so, um, the fact that my heart isn't even drawn towards that direction anymore, I know it's the work of God. I know it's not on my own works because honestly, I'd rather have a different, naturally, I would have a different response. But anyway, I said all that to say that that scripture encouraged me. Like God does a work and nobody can turn it back. Their opinions about you can't turn back the work that God has done in your life. Their thoughts about you don't turn back what the work that God has done in your life. Their... um. Even the past experience that they've had with you doesn't turn back the work that God has done in your life and what God is currently doing in your life when you submit. And so um, I just, yeah, first I just want to give glory and honor to God because that is for real the one that deserves all the glory, all the honor and all the praise because this work that he's doing in me, I can feel it and I know that it's so real and i and i'm not i'm not ever going to allow the enemy to get me caught up in a trap of forgetting the work that god has done in my life because of something that somebody else said because of something or how someone else feels my my life isn't to please anyone else but god first and then i want to be an image bearer so that that i'm mindful of that by living out his commandments, the way that he's called me to live. That's how I can be an image bearer. That's how I can produce fruit. That is a reflection of the character of God. Right. So yeah, I think that those are just things that are important. And I am, you know, I'm committed to the work that he's doing fully in totality. I'm not I'm not perfect at it by any means. I am so undeserving of his grace and mercy because I'm not, I've been trash before. I have not been, you know, a person that has always even cared about being an image bearer. But now it's very important to me because I want to please him. I want to please God. I want him to be pleased at what I'm doing and how I'm responding and how I'm living my life, Um, not just on camera, but privately how i'm how i'm submitting to him not just openly and publicly but in my heart how i'm submitting to him on days when there's no cameras on days when it's hard on days where i feel like i'm being you know attacked or days where i feel like i'm alone or days where the betrayal comes up really strong or um fear comes in i want my heart to be submitted to him even in those moments And, and so, yeah, I just want to, I just wanted to share that. And hopefully that helps, um, somebody, you know, I, I pray that it helps somebody. This is not, and please, you know, heal my heart. This is not about me at all. I'm using my life as an example to lift him up, but I'm not looking, you know, the Bible says that if God be lifted up, he will draw all men to him. And I want this platform to be me lifting him up to draw everyone, to draw you, to draw everyone that's looking to him, not me. I don't want to lift myself up and draw people to me. I'm, I'm a human. <laughs> I'm a, I am a human, but I know God and I want to lift him up so that you are drawn to him. Because it's only him who saves. It's only him who redeems. It's only him who reconciles. It's only him who restores. It's only him that gives you peace that surpasses all of your understanding. It's only him who knows your days, beyond the end of your days. He knows all of you, knows the amount of hairs on your head, thinks of you deeply. Like, I want to draw you to him, not me. I just want to be a vessel that he uses. On camera, off camera, when people see it, when they acknowledge it, when they don't acknowledge it, you know, when I'm supported, when I'm not supported, when it's easy, when it's not so easy, I want to have a heart that is committed to God and it's committed to his word and it's committed to pleasing him first before pleasing anyone else. So that's, that's, that's it. That's all I really had. Um, these solo episodes are not going to be that long because it's really hard to talk to myself. Um I have Jay and Jordan here which is helpful, but I don't um but yeah, that's all I, that's all I wanted to to share and, I, and again I pray that that helps you. I do have some questions from my um my village community on Patreon. So I'm just going to go to some questions that they've sent me. And if you would like to be a part of the show in this way where your question gets answered or I can help you maybe maybe give some insight to something, um, you can send a text. Um, actually, join my Patreon and there's a phone number on there that you can send a text to. You can leave me voicemails. You can leave me voice memos. You can text, call, all those all those things. All right. So this is a question. So this person said, I'm seven months sober. And during this time, I've been trying to find who I am. How do you find yourself again? What ways have helped you, sorry, reconnect with yourself? Um, I, You know what? I think that question is really interesting because I feel like I have known God my whole life. I was raised in church. I... I mean, and when I say raised in church, I mean raised in church. We was always at church, um, and if I'm being honest, I I really feel like this is the first time in my life that I have really given God my life in totality. Like, I feel like in all other seasons of my life, he had a little bit of my life. Like, he had this area, but he didn't have this area. He had lordship over this area of my life, but not this area of my life. Like, I have always, I've never fully been in all the way, right? And so this is the first time in my life that I've been fully in. And I said all that to say that I am discovering now more who I am. I'm not like there's no reconnecting to who I used to be because that person is gone. All right, you guys, at this point, I know we can spot a too good to be true health hack a mile away. Do you check for the latest studies on health aging or do you read labels like it's your job? Come on, be honest. Is that you? Well, congratulations. You're a skeptic. And Ritual knows that every good skeptic deserves a multivitamin that exceeds their standards. Rituals Essential for Women is USP verified so you know you can trust what you're putting in your body. Only about 1% of supplement brands on the market have the USP verified mark which shows that the product contains the ingredients actually listed on the label. I love Ritual Essentials because for women 18 and older, this is one of the few multivitamins that are vegan, non-GMO project verified, gluten and major allergen free, certified bee crop and made traceable. Gentle on an empty stomach with a minty essence in every bottle that helps make and taking your multivitamins enjoyable. No more shady business. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash totality. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash totality for 25% off. All right, back to the show. Okay, you guys, before we continue on with this episode, have you ever been on a hunt for a new doctor and you ask everyone? So I totally know what this feels like. You ask everybody who you know for a doctor that listens to you, knows what you need, makes you feel comfortable. After weeks of searching and asking everyone around town, you finally find the one. It's close to the kid's school, it's close to your house, it's amazing, it checks all the boxes. So then you call the office, you make an appointment, and they actually have an available appointment. Everything is working out just right. But then the receptionist tells you that the perfect doctor that you've been waiting for and you searched all over for doesn't take your insurance. I'm telling you right now, wipe the tears, put away the ice cream, and head over to ZocDoc.com to find and book a doctor who is right for you and takes your insurance. We're talking about booking appointments with thousands of top-rated patient-reviewed doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for ones that take your insurance, that are located near you, and treat almost every and any condition you're searching for. These doctors have verified reviews from actual real patients, not robots. The typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc.com is between 24 and 72 hours, that's it. You can even score same-day appointments, you can find the doctor you want and book them immediately with just a few app tabs. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to ZocDoc.com totality and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's zocdo totality. Doc com slash totality. All right, guys, back to the show. Like, I'm not that person anymore. Now, there are obviously characteristics and things about myself that are the same, but I'm so invested right now into who God is, you know, calling me to be and becoming who he's calling me to be and, and leaning into that more than trying to reconnect with something that I know isn't there anymore. That person, you know, the person that Megan was prior to May of 2023, it's just not I'm not that person anymore. And um and so now I'm just looking by reading God's word and being and just having more of an intimate relationship with him. I'm I'm focused more on becoming who he called me to be and connecting with that you know, the person that he formed before he placed me in my mother's room. I want to be that person. And so, um, that's what I'm focused on is being more like him and being and seeing myself the way that he sees me. Um, instead of trying to reconnect with parts of me that I don't even think that God, you know, designed me to be, to be honest. Um, but on the other on the other hand i am getting back to certain things that i enjoy doing that brings me peace that i didn't really have time or the capacity to do um in previous years but like little things like being crafty like i love being crafty i love doing like paintings and candles and you know the little bracelets and i love doing stuff like that so um taking time to do little things like that reading like i used to love reading when i was a kid now um, you know, when you get an adult and everything is on your phone, it kind of makes it hard to to keep that pattern. But now I like I love reading and I want to do more reading. Um, writing again, that's something that I've I loved doing when I was a kid and I lost a lot of that um in my adulthood. And now I'm writing every single day, you know, and and working on a project now that I'm really excited about. So like I, those are ways that I'm connecting with that part of me, um, but also connecting with those parts of me um, and merging them with who God has called me to be um, is probably the better answer. Just taking those parts, but then merging who God's called me to be so everything is in alignment with him. So, yeah, I think um, there, there there are tons of ways that you can get back to the good parts of yourself. Um, but I think pray and ask God for wisdom on what parts of me, God, do you want me to like, what are some things that I've lost that you want me to keep and and gain again? And then also ask God to identify areas in your life that you don't need to be anymore or things in, you know, characteristics or traits or ways about you, um, that you, that he isn't calling you to do anymore and isn't calling you to, to be anymore and pray about those things and ask him to, to reveal those things to you. So that way that you're becoming all that you were created to become, that you're living a full life and a fulfilled life. Um. So, So yeah, I appreciate the question. I love you guys. Listen, make sure before you end this video, make sure you click and subscribe. Subscribe to the YouTube go and join Patreon. I am so excited about what's to come with Patreon. We have so many things that um, we're looking forward to doing. Um, the new doc, the season two of the docu-series is getting ready to start on Patreon. And so I'm so excited about that. That's the literal, the behind the scenes of my life. You Like that's what, again, this is called in totality. So I'm giving it to you guys in every way that I can to show you kind of how I'm walking this out and And what this life looks like, you know, when you're committed to being a believer of Christ. So, Yeah. The docu-series season two is going to be on Patreon. So make sure you join Patreon. Make sure you, um, follow me on all social media platforms and listen, I know you guys like watching this on YouTube, but do me a favor, go stream this on whatever audio streaming platform you have for podcasts. Go do it when you're in the shower or on your way to work, just stream it on there. That really helps, um, you know, the movement of this and, um and what god i believe wants to do and so i'm really appreciative of that and what else am i missing anything else i feel like i gave them all the things oh yeah there's bonus content everything every extra stuff is on patreon if you want to see more about the guests that i have on you want to see more about my kids. You want to see more about Jordan and Jay, more about, you know, just all the things Um, when we travel and when I go do other stuff, like you'll see it all on Patreon. So make sure you you join Patreon. It's a beautiful community. Yeah. Live Zooms um, twice a month. We have live Zooms where we get on and talk and just, it's just a good time. Last week was just amazing. So I was like I'm still on that high from last week. It was so great. Um, But yeah, all the things. I just pray that you're blessed by this. I pray that you send this to somebody. Maybe they're having a hard time with, you know, caring so much about what people think about them and um, send it to them, encourage them that, that God loves them and that he wants us to take on his image and take on his characteristics and his nature. And so, yeah, I love you guys and I will see you. Thanks for joining me on another solo episode. I will see you next week. Hey, you guys, before you go, I just wanted to say how grateful I am for your love and support. If you've enjoyed this episode, please take a moment and share it with a friend or a family member. If you could do me one huge favor, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star rating and a heartfelt review. It helps others just like you discover the podcast. You guys, let's continue to spread the inspiration. For more about me and the podcast, visit www.themeganashley.com. Until next time, stay encouraged that you are so valuable valued, and so loved.